Hey guys, it's Grower Mike Panna, the Binding Warrior Podcast. Today is your Finish Strong Friday episode of the week, in which every Friday morning I try to end the work week on a positive note, sharing some thoughts and some insights that I've gathered from this past week. So before I get into this episode, I want to give a little bit of context to where this episode is coming from. Um, now, there's a story behind this story, so I'm going to talk about that story first, I'm going to explain where I stand on this issue, okay? So... There was a situation that occurred uh, yesterday online. I was just going through my social media feed very casually, um, and I noticed there was a news article regarding these four white guys. I think they're from the East Coast. I'm not sure, but these four white guys, American guys, uh, that decided to open up a wine bar. And the name of the wine bar that these four guys decided to open up is called Barcada Wine Bar. Now, if you're Filipino or Filipino-American... Uh, you'll know what barcada means. If you're not Filipino and you don't know Tagalog, uh, basically the word barcada means your social group, right? Your group of friends that you hang with, that you have fun with, that you that you, that you roll with, right? It's your social circle, right? And within this whole scenario, these four white guys, right, who created this bar, Barcada Wine Bar, they, from what I'm gathering, from what I read on the website, what I've gathered from people who've actually gone to this business, they've they simply like the word barcada. They didn't. They don't serve Filipino food at this place. They don't serve Filipino cuisine or anything like that. They simply like the word barcada. And I don't know where they got the word. Maybe they saw it online. Maybe they heard it from a Filipino friend of theirs. Who knows? But they like the word, this Tagalog word enough to name their bar after it. Simply because they felt it encapsulated the spirit of their business. Now, I, as you will find out in a few minutes, I have no issue with this. In fact, I think it's pretty cool. That being said, there are a lot of Filipino Americans who disagree, and it was apparent from watching this thread unfold online that I saw regarding this situation, this story, that there were many Filipino Americans, young Filipino Americans, um, that accused these four white guys of cultural appropriation, which is the buzzword now, okay, among this younger generation, um, of stealing Filipino culture for their own profit. They used even the word theft. To describe what these four men did and looking at the evidence looking at what these guys are saying looking at what they're doing i must i had to say that i disagreed with this and again i don't usually get for the record i don't get involved in stupid discussions on facebook i try to avoid them as much as possible because frankly i have more important things to do i have a wife to honor and love i got a son to protect and raise and love and i got a business to run and i also have a day job so I got more important things to do because I'm an adult, <laughs> but I felt I had to say something because one, I'm a business owner myself and I noticed that these four white guys were getting pressured by the Filipino American community, not the entire Filipino American community, but many individuals in the Filipino American community were coming down on these guys hard because they wanted them to change the name of the bar again, because of quote unquote cultural appropriation. It seems to me, as far as I've read on their website, that they have decided to change the name of the bar. They basically caved to the mob, which again is another topic that I'll talk about, but <clears throat> excuse me. Um, it, I just felt I had to say something. So I essentially wrote back on this thread in the most coherent, logical, articulate way I could that one, we cannot simply accuse people, specifically white people of automatic cultural appropriation whenever they embrace something from our culture. I've seen things in the news where uh, chefs, uh, you know, white chefs will adopt a Filipino dessert or a Filipino meal and incorporate it into their menu at their restaurants. And immediately, Filipino Americans will get mad and accuse them of cultural appropriation. 
I see this all the time. And these guys are, have fallen into this trap. They fall into this scenario. And a lot of Filipino Americans have fallen into the trap of buying into this cultural appropriation lie. So I had, felt I had to say something. So that was the first thing I said. Second thing I pointed out was, let's be honest, as Filipinos and Filipino Americans, our culture, our history is bereft with multiple cultures coming to our shores, whether that be through trade or conquest or combat, whatever. But there's multiple cultures, many cultures that have come to the shores of the Philippines for thousands of years. And each of these cultures has been embraced some, somehow by the people of what is now known as the Philippines. It's not just the Spanish. We're talking about the Chinese, the Persian, the Hindu, the Muslim. All of these cultures have impacted our cultural framework and we've taken from these cultures what we could and we've basically given it our own spin the food spiritual beliefs products even martial arts it's all been encapsulated within our cultural framework right so this is basically what i said and of course there was a lot of young filipino americans who just got mad and they got angry and they were outraged and i just calmly defended and some people accuse me of deflecting but i had to not deflecting the sense I was trying to avoid the conversation, but deflecting basically stupidity and basic uh, uh, illogical uh, arguments, right? Because I needed to get to the root of the issue. And I can confidently say that I defended my points and my argument well with logic, evidence, and reason, which I always try to do. Now, of course, there were a lot of people that really agreed with what I said. Again, there were a lot of people that disagreed with what I said, but I wanted to talk about this situation today, not because of some stupid Facebook post, but because I think the theme of this entire situation, whether you're Filipino American or not, this is a scenario that I personally believe is, we were kind of seeing that in our society, this outrage culture, this excuse for young people in this country specifically to get angry about stuff, just to be angry for no reason. These four guys who are running an honest business decided to, to, they like this word so much that they wanted to honor it by naming their business after it. And they had to, felt that they had to cave to the mob pressure because of quote unquote cultural appropriation. Because they like the word. And last time I checked, as Filipino as I am, as American as I am, we don't have a trademark or copyright over the word barcada. They could legally use it, right? <laughs> but again, they felt they had to cave to it. <clears throat> And I, have, I take issue with this because one, again, I'm a business owner, right? And I have a very diverse cultural and racial, even religiously diverse group of students. And I would never accuse them of cultural appropriation just because they're doing Filipino martial arts, right? So there's a, there's a weird fallacy going on with these people's minds that are thinking that this is all about cultural appropriation. And so I felt I had to say something. But again, I'm saying all this because there's, this, again, the sense of outrage culture in our society that frankly I just cannot I can't let it slide I just can't not not uh, talk about it because it's affecting the fabric of our morality it's affecting the way we treat one another it's affecting the way people interact again you don't have to be Filipino American to understand this scenario and understand what outrage culture is doing if you look on the other side of the coin we're seeing people mad at masks at wearing masks, at having to wear a mask. Now, I don't like wearing a mask, but I damn sure aren't going to, I'm not going to call people weak or angry or get angry at them because they're wearing a mask, because they choose to wear a mask, because scientifically it's been shown to prevent illness with this coronavirus, right? Um, there's outrage about people wearing masks or not wearing masks. It's silly. 
right? We're angry at every little thing. People are angry at the police or they're angry at people who are angry at the police. We have to remember that it, there's no virtue and there's nothing strong or admirable about placing yourself in the victim's seat. There's nothing, nothing virtuous about being outraged. <clears throat> A lot of people confuse anger and outrage with strength. That's not true. Now, is there a situ- are there situations and are there examples of righteous anger? I've spoken about this in the past. Righteous anger targeted toward a real situation that deserves our attention? Yes. There are, there are instances in which anger, specifically righteous anger, is justified. But there's a difference between righteous anger and simply being offended. There's a difference between righteous anger and simply wanting to pick a fight because you want to feel virtuous about yourself. And I'm really speaking to the young people, especially the young Filipino Americans, mainly because I'm a, I consider myself a kuya in the Filipino community. I got young Filipino Americans who follow this podcast. I'm letting y'all know, don't fall into this outrage culture. Don't fall into this cultural appropriation trap because we can't automatically look at people, especially white people, trying to adopt our culture in some way and automatically default accuse them of cultural appropriation. We can't do that. Because we got to look at ourselves because Filipinos have been appropriating and adopting stuff from cultures for generations. With the mask situation, if a person wants to wear a mask, don't think of them as lesser than you because you refuse to wear a mask. Because these individuals feel it's necessary for them to keep them, themselves and their family safe. There's no reason to be angry at that. All right? Or to get upset or outraged about that. We have way too much stuff about this, about this outrage culture. And it's from both sides of the political aisle. It's going from the right. I see it on the right side of the aisle. I see it from the left side of the aisle. I'll be honest with you. I lean toward more to the conservative side of things. But even on the conservative side of things, I'm seeing people get outraged with things. Okay? This is affecting our moral fabric as a society. It's affecting our businesses. It's affecting our communities. It's affecting our schools. It's affecting everything around us. And if we don't keep this in check, if we don't stop this outrage culture, it will divide us as a country. If you see what's going on in our country right now, it is mirroring what's happened to countries and empires before they imploded upon themselves. We need to keep this in check. We need to know the difference between being oppressed versus being offended. And it seems to me that most people today, especially here in the United States, don't know the difference. And I know, again, that this topic I'm speaking about today is not necessarily my feel-good, inspirational topic, but I feel this is important because we need to look at the reality of what's going on around us right now. If we do not keep this in check, it's going to affect our lives, our communities. It's going to affect our country as a whole. We need to take a step back and look at ourselves and say, listen, do I really need to be outraged about this? Do I really need to be angry about this? Now, I know right now my tone perhaps may seem a little passionate, impassioned, right? Because I am. I'm very passionate about this because I only want to see the good for my community. I only want to see good for the Filipino community, the Filipino-American community, the people that I serve, the people that I train, the people I live with and live for, right? We have to get back to a sense of unity. We have to take a step back and ask ourselves again, Am I justified in being angry about this particular thing? Because these four guys all wanted, all they wanted to do was open a bar. <laughs> and a bunch of Filipino Americans decided to get angry for these four white guys 
who blatantly say on their website that this is a Filipino word, so they're not stealing the word. They give credit to where, where it's due. And they wanted to honor the word by creating a cool place to hang out. I've never been to this place. These guys aren't paying me to talk about this stuff. I'm simply talking about this because, as again, as a business owner, as a Filipino-American who wants to see only strength from the Filipino-American community, I know we're better than this. So I have to talk about this. I believe it's important to speak about this. Because again, if we don't, if we don't identify that this is a weak behavior, that outrage culture is a weak behavior, we will never know what it means to be a strong society. And we're seeing too much weakness in our society regarding outrage culture right now. So what I ha- would kindly suggest in, in, as, a, uh, as, I, as a person who teaches and leads people and aims to live his life as a leader in my family, in my business, and everything else, let's let go of the outrage. Let's recognize that just because a few guys want to use a Filipino word, they're not oppressing you, Okay. If a company is asking you or a business is asking you to wear a mask, they're not oppressing you, right? You need to know, and we all need to know, the difference between what it means to be truly oppressed and what it means to be offended. Because I guarantee you, there's people in this country right now that immigrated from countries where they've experienced actual oppression. Case in point, my mom and dad, they lived during martial law under the Marcos regime in the Philippines. They left the Philippines in search for a better life here to escape oppression. They wanted freedom. They wanted liberty. They wanted a place that was prosperous that they could raise a family in. So whether you're Filipino-American or not, I think we can all agree that this country is not perfect. This country is far from perfect, but people from all over the world come here for a reason. And I don't want to waste my time being outraged in this prosperous country, in this country that, that in which we have more liberties and more freedoms than pretty much any, most countries on the planet, I would argue. Okay? We need to start embracing what we have and be thankful for the freedoms that we do have and that we can act on and that we can embrace and work with. Right? Because again... We need to know the difference between what it means to be truly oppressed and if we're simply being offended. We need to know that line. Because again, if we don't know that line, we'll never become a strong society. All right, guys. So I hope this podcast inspired you and motivated you. If I could ask you all a favor to simply leave a review, uh, leave a rating or a review on our iTunes page, that would help us a lot. Take care. God bless and be the hero in your life.